If you've been listening to my show for a while, you know how I like to talk about a gut biome test. I call it a fancy poop test. It's a fancy name for a poop test. And it's going to tell us what the ecosystem is in your gut. And why that's important is since food's the best medicine, it's going to tell us, here are your superfoods just for you to eat. Here are the foods for you to avoid. And here's everything else. Eat this a lot. Eat this a little. Now, my team has been very busy and they got an amazing deal for anybody that wants to do this test. You can do it at home. You don't need a doctor's orders. All you have to do is just go to Viome, V as in Victor, I-O-M as in Mary, E.com biome.com. And at checkout, use the secret code, Julie Ryan, and you'll get more than 50% off. Don't put any spaces in there, just Julie Ryan. It's an amazing test. It's going to give you tons of information. I've done it several times myself, and you're going to be thrilled with the information you get because it'll give you a program just for you. Give it a whirl. Julie Ryan, noted psychic and medical intuitive, is ready to answer your personal questions even those you never knew you could ask. For more than 25 years, as she developed and refined her intuitive skills, Julie used her knowledge as a successful inventor and businesswoman to help others. Now, she wants to help you to grow, heal, and get the answers you've been longing to hear. Do you have a question for someone who's transitioned? Do you have a medical issue? What about your pet's health or behavior? Perhaps you have a loved one who's close to death and you'd like to know what's happening. Are you on the path to fulfill your life's purpose? No matter where you are in the world, take a journey to the other side and ask Julie Ryan. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Ask Julie Ryan Show. I'm Julie, your host, and I'm so delighted you could join us this week. My intention in doing this show is to provide information, insight, and comfort to people all around the world by helping to answer life's unanswerable questions. We have a whole bunch of callers on hold, and we'll get to them in just a couple of minutes. little update around here. It's been a little wild. My husband, Tim, got his second new knee in four months on Tuesday. And so I have been um, kind of a crazy woman. They let me stay at the hotel with them on Tuesday night. He's doing well. My stepdaughter, Holly's here and our grandson, Eli, who's 16 and big and strong. And so they're with him right now so I can do the show. But he's doing great. Thank you for your prayers and kind thoughts for those of you that have... uh, seen my Instagram posts about him. I There's a video of him walking the halls in the hospital less than 24 hours post-op, which is pretty amazing how they get him up a couple hours after surgery and get him walking. So it's really pretty amazing what they're able to do. So please remember him in your prayers. I would really appreciate that. Okay, let's go to the phones. And our first person is Miss Dia Draper. Hi, Dia. Hi, Julie. How are you? I'm well. How are you, girl? Good. Thank you. I'm really excited to be here. No, I'm delighted to have you. Everybody, Dia is an extraordinary young gal. She's a lawyer who decided to start a a company and an organization to help single moms deal with whether or not they're going to, or not single moms, single women, right? Figure out if they're going to going to be able to become moms. And I was so honored. She asked me to be on a summit 
that she had, and I asked her to come on so I could introduce her to all of you and and have her tell you about what she's doing. I, I think it's remarkable, and I think, Dia, we talked about this. I think that you're really um, taking care of a niche that is not necessarily thought of. So please tell everybody about, about you and about the work you're doing. Thank you. Yeah, no, for me, um, you know, I, I think I didn't feel cared for when I was in the position of being single and really just so wanting to be a mom and not knowing how I was going to get there, feeling a lot of doubt, a lot of fear, not knowing, you know, anything about my fertility, how long I had, um, and all of those questions that come up when there's a deep desire that you don't see the, the clear path forward. And so that was, that was me from, you know, about 28 until probably about 39. Um, I did end up freezing my eggs. I wish I had done it earlier. I spent a long time considering um, whether or not to do that. It was a really hard decision. And I'm at a point in my life where I, I really want to um, honor and um, provide community resources and information to single women in particular. I think there's a lot of um, resources out there for women who are in couples dealing with fertility issues, which I think is an, also an incredible challenge. But I, when I was going through it, I didn't feel like anyone was speaking to me as a single person with this deep desire in my heart. And so by creating this summit and this kind of, you know, series of interviews with different experts, I'm hoping to, to start the conversation um, geared towards single women and really open up um, the dialogue and the community and the recognition that this is a really important group of women who have, you know, deep desires and um, a lot of questions. So that's, that's been my intention in doing it. It's really, it's really genuinely been, um, you know, just such a heart process for me. It's just deep in my heart and it's a, it's an offering that I just feel very compelled towards. Well, and I think with technology being what it is now, it's such a comfort to the young single women that I've met who really want to meet the partner of their dreams and then eventually have a family and they're worried about it because they've spent their time and energy establishing themselves in their careers and getting educated and doing all of that. And then they want mm -hmm. the other side of the equation too with the mom, the mom thing and the wife thing or the partner thing. And so with technology being what it is today, it gives women a lot of options. It does. It does. You know, and, and that was partly me. You know, I, I did go to law school and I was a lawyer, but I also just partly never met the guy. And I think mm -hmm. and for me, it was a guy. It doesn't, it doesn't have to be a man, of course. But mm -hmm. for um, me, I think I had a lot of deep healing I needed to do. Um in order to get to the place that I was ready for that. And so whatever the situation is, there really is a lot of, you know, egg freezing is an amazing technology. It's not a guarantee though. Um, there's a lot of support actually out there for, you know, if you choose to go forward and, um, you know, have children on your own. There's also waiting and seeing, and there's a lot of support on that end as well. So, you know, maybe you get to your forties and decide to start having children and there's, a lot that 
the technology and the medical community can do to support that at this point. So um, there's definitely a lot of hope in there, um, but it can be scary to navigate all those choices alone. Well, and even with a surrogate too, for instance, if a mom mm-hmm. is older and can't carry a baby, but her eggs are frozen, that gives her options that she perhaps wouldn't have otherwise been able to access. And when we were talking on your summit, you said that there there seems to be a lot of support for couples, but not so much for women who are just single. And mm-hmm. uh, and you found you found that disconcerting when you were going through yeah, it. it. It was it was a it was a struggle for me personally because you're already feeling alone, <laughs> and and then everywhere you look to find information about fertility is speaking to, you know, someone helping you do the shots and and having a partner through the process and it's it's a different ball game when you're alone. So it, it to me it felt like lemon in the wound wound so to speak that mm-hmm. you know I was already sort of struggling and and in pain around this topic and then. Um, you know, it just kind of felt like a little sting that I had to navigate um, the the language being geared towards someone that was in a very different situation than I was. How did your friends and family take the news of you even wanting to do it? And did you find that they were supportive? Were they surprised? Were they, well, I can't even imagine what their reaction was. <laughs> uh, to, to do the actual egg freezing? Yeah, to do the egg freezing yeah. and to just go through so, the whole the whole exercise. Uh, I just can't. I, I, I'm thinking when I was your age, if I would have told my parents, my the first thing out of their mouths would have been, you are just out of your ever-loving mind. You're nuts. <laughs> You've just lost your mind. But yeah, times think, are different. For me, it was, it was a little different, um, probably because at least, you know, my inner circle knew that I was struggling with you know, wanting to be a mom for almost a decade. And, mm-hmm. you know, so I think, I think at that point, everyone was a little relieved that I had something I felt like I could proactively do towards that end. And, you know, mm-hmm. for me, that was a lot of what the decision was, was me taking a, taking a step towards what I want and kind of staking my claim. Mm-hmm. I think even more than the actual collection of eggs, it was, I'm committed to this. This is something I, I truly want. Um, and so I, I I felt like I had a lot of support from the friends and family that I shared with. Um, the interesting thing about egg freezing, though, is from my personal experience, and I think so many other people, is that it doesn't tend to get talked about a lot. You know, I wasn't mm-hmm. sharing on social media. I wasn't, you know, my broader group of friends didn't all know that I was doing it. They do now. Um, but mm-hmm. you know, it tends to be a pretty personal choice, a pretty personal experience. And so I think that's something that kind of propels this, um, uh, lack of community support for single women because a lot of women don't feel comfortable talking about it. And so mm-hmm. that's where I think, you know, the work that I'm doing and hoping to continue to do is really geared towards, I'm an open book. I will talk about my experience. I will share what it was like for me. And if you need to just listen, just listen. If you need to listen and talk, listen and talk. Like, Mm -hmm. let's start bringing it out of the shadows a little bit. 
Right. And cut to the chase, you guys. She met the man of her dreams and she's pregnant and she's about ready to have a baby any day. So we were laughing. Literally any day. Yeah. It's when, funny. when we, met, when we set this time, because I said, well, she said, well, if yeah. I'm not in labor, I'll be on the show. And I said, OK, good. <laughs> yeah. No, I met him right before my third round of, of freezing eggs. And I I partly credit, you know, the the part of me that was just committed and I'm just going to go for it. And um, you know, got really clear. And so, yeah, it was, uh, it was a very, very lucky circumstance. And it's part of why I, you know, feel brave enough and have the courage enough to talk about the experience. Right. Um, Well, we've just got another, we've just, we've just got a minute, a couple minutes, like less than a minute left. Tell everybody how they can find you real fast. Awesome. Um, so you can find me on Instagram and I'm at Dia Draper, D-I-A-D-R-A-P-E-R. Um, you okay. can also go straight to um, the opt-in page for the summit. The summit is free. So this is, I have about, I think it's about 15 interviews with experts. Um, all right. So we will post all of that on the show notes. And Dia, thanks so much for joining us. And let me know when the baby comes. Welcome back, everybody. Let's go back to the phones. And our next caller is Katie. Hi, Katie. Hi, Julie. How are you, girl? Uh, we're freezing a little bit here in but other than that, we're doing great. Oh, I'm sorry. Well, it was uh, <laughs> oh, no. 70 and sunny yesterday in Sweet Home, Alabama. It was a little rainy and yucky today, but I, I wasn't out in it much. Yesterday, trying to get Tim home from the hospital was interesting. He, he had his left knee done, and his first knee was his right knee. And it was interesting because it wasn't a problem getting him in the car. But, oh, my God, yesterday, I, I, literally, we it took us about 15 minutes to get him in the SUV with the left leg. And I thought, how am I going to get this man home? And then when I got him home, I thought, how am I going to get him out? And I was just so grateful that the weather was good because that would have been obnoxious if it had been raining. So you just never know. You know, you just got to punt at times. So anyways, we'll tell everybody where you are, please, where you're calling from. Uh, I'm in Austin, Texas. All right. And you got a question for me. Full disclosure, everybody, Katie is a recent graduate of my January class. So congratulations, graduate. Thank you. And for everybody who is listening, I I told Julie I would be gushing this whole time because um, if if you are ever considering taking this this class, it is life changing. I went into it thinking, okay, this is great. I just want to go and and be able to communicate with my dogs, and <laughs> it opened up so many pathways of change and amazing energy and beauty and life course within uh, for me two months and uh, if you are considering taking it i am uh full note full disclosure again uh, nobody asked me to to come on here and say this but it is uh, a beautiful beautiful experience and i've met so many amazing healers and just a, a tribe of amazing beautiful uh supportive like-minded people and please do if you're considering it just 
take the leap and and go to take the journey. It's it's been amazing, and I can't wait to see where it keeps going. That's it. That's it. That's just the beginning part. And the cool thing is you're getting to meet people from all over the world that weren't even in your class, but that are other graduates. Wouldn't you agree? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Which is really fun. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you got a question for me? I do. And thank you. Uh, My sister is having surgery next week. Who is? Say that again. Say it again, Katie. You cut out a little bit. My my sister, her name is Sharon. Okay. And she lives in Florida. Okay. She is having uh, hysterectomy surgery next week. Okay. Um, and I was hoping that you might be able to do a scan if there's anything else that she needs to be aware of, uh, number one. And number two, just to see what else we can do to help with her recovery, uh, just, mm-hmm. just make it a, a better journey for her, for her healing. Mm-hmm. And you know how to do all this. But when it's somebody who's really close to us, it's always good to have somebody else. It's kind of like a second opinion uh, to mm-hmm. get somebody else, take a peek. Because when we see things about people that we love, oftentimes, especially at the beginning, when you're first learning how to do all this work, the I and and this happened to me at the beginning too. Is I would see things that I didn't necessarily want to see, and then I doubt myself because I didn't want to see it. And so I think it's good to have somebody else help you. So here we go. What I'm going to do is I'm going to connect to you in Austin, and then my laser beam is going to ricochet back to Florida to Sharon. So here comes my laser beam from Sweet Home, Alabama, heading to you. All right, got you. Coming back to Florida. Coming back this way. Okay, got Sharon. Sharon, I'm talking to Katie. Is it okay if I scan you? She said no, Katie. Does she expect us to scan her? Does she know we're trying to scan her? Yes, actually, she did. Okay, all right, well. Okay. She she said no, but that's all right. We can still talk to her spirit. Because, you know, ethically, I can, but I won't if somebody says no. Uh, just because I think it's a violation of their privacy. So let's just ask her some questions. Uh, we'll ask her spirit some questions. And I don't have a problem with that because it's kind of like if somebody has pneumonia and you're asking them how they feel, they're going to tell you what they want you to know. And it's not like you're looking at their x-rays without their permission. So let's talk to her spirit a little bit. Sharon, are you, will the surgery go smoothly? Yes. Are they going to do, are they going to open her up? Or are they going to do it vaginally? Do you know? I, I don't know. It, it, in the back of my mind, I'm thinking that I remember vaginally, but I. I'm, that's what I, that's what just came in when I asked the question. I'm yeah, I'm, I'm getting that too. Okay. All right. That's, that makes it so much easier. Uh, in the recovery so much faster. So what can Katie do to help support you? Pray. She says pray for her. You know, the healing group from all the graduates, we can work on her too. We can we can send her energy and, and uh, healing energy. Talk to her about if we can get in and she'll let us scan her. So let's see if you can line that up. And that'll make it even even that much better. Um, any questions that you have for her spirit that you want to know before she goes into surgery? Um, I, d- I just want to make sure that she knows that she doesn't need to be 
afraid and that, and that it will be, it, it will work out just fine. She says she's really scared. Has she talked to you about mm-hmm. that? No, but I, I get that from her. Yeah, she's very afraid right now. Yeah. Uh, so it may make sense for you to go. This just came in for me. So this is guidance for you to go online and find some information where people, there are a lot of women who've had that procedure and maybe it's a blog or something and it's a lot of positive comments and send those to her just to reassure her. So you may want to do yeah, that. That's fantastic. Yeah. Okay. She's the oldest of four out of the baby, so I have a special connection with her. And yeah. I'm just hoping that maybe everyone on the call can just send her some love and healing. And we'll do thank that. Thank you so much. You bet. Thanks for calling in. And uh, everybody, if you'd remember sharing in your prayers, that'd be great. Stay with us. We'll be right back and get a bunch more callers on. Welcome back, everybody. Let's go to the phones and our next caller is Candy. Hi, Candy. Hello, Julie. How Thank are you, you my much. girl? I'm doing good. Thank you so much for picking my phone call. Thanks so much. You're welcome. Please tell everyone where you're where you are, where you're located. I'm calling from uh, Central Coast from the New South Wales state, Australia. Oh my gosh. So what time is it there? And it's tomorrow, right? It was well, tomorrow for us. It's yes. Friday where it you are, tom- right? Tomorrow noon. <laughs> it's noon. Wonderful. So you yes. know what, everybody? We're talking to Candy real time in the future. Talk about woo-woo. I mean, really? How wild is that? <laughs> We're talking to you real time in the future. Sounds like the Matrix or something, doesn't it? <laughs> yes, indeed. <laughs> oh, terrific. Well, terrific. Well, you got a question for me? Yes, Julie. Um, my dog, Alfred, he's a Bedlington Terrier. Um, he's 10 years and five months old. And unfortunately, four months ago, he has been misdiagnosed. Um, he had a recent stroke and, um, had been, uh, diagnosed oh. with meningiomas. Oh, jeez. Yes. And, um, it is quite devastating and he's now very weak and he can't walk. His four legs are very weak and he's not very responding to the, uh, steroid being, uh, prescribed by the doctor. So I'm okay. concerned now whether he can go through radio, radiation therapy or not, um, next week. So I would, um, hope if you could scan him and, um, see what would be the best um, interest for him uh, to what sort of treatment he should go through. And yeah. Yes, absolutely. Okay. What I'm going to do, Candy, is I'm going to connect to you and then from you to Alfred. I love his name. Makes me think of Batman's butler, you know, the the guy who made everything work for Batman. All right. So here we go. Here comes my laser beam. Heading, heading way far south from me here in the southeastern U.S. All right, got you. Got Alfred. All right, Alfred's spirit is out of his body. I know that's not what you want to hear, but that means that he's dying. Because have you seen the 12 phases of transition? Have you read Angelic Attendance, my book yet, or seen the 12 phases of transition? Yes, I've seen the 12 phases of transition, and I'm looking forward to read your books, and hopefully one day we'll do your course as well. (laughs) 
<laughs> oh, wonderful, wonderful. Uh, we'd love to have you. So when somebody is dying or when an animal's dying, Candy, their spirit exits through the top of the head, and it looks like a bubble that you'd see in a cartoon caption where the words or the thoughts of the character are, and that's what's happening with Alfred. Alfred is his spirits out of his body. So let's talk to him. Let's ask him some questions. Alfred, are you ready to go? Yes. Do you want to be euthanized? Yes. Have you considered that? Yes, if that's the, the his wish as well. So um, can I ask yeah. when and what can I do for him? Because he's eating at the moment. He's mm-hmm. um he occasionally being quite happy if he could done his toilet, you know, and everything. And I do have to mm-hmm. thank you because you taught us how to ask the, the literal question to our guide, mm-hmm. the spirit guide. And I mm-hmm. always ask, is it in Alfred's best interest to do, you know, a, a drink or to, to eat it every time it's a hundred percent, um, uh, with, you know, a right answer. So I have to thank you, um, that your teaching oh, is yeah. really great and helping us so, so deeply to connect with my Alfred as well. Thank you so much, Julie. Oh, so you're so don't. welcome. And, and so mm-hmm. what, what Candy's talking about is if you ask a question and you preface it with, is it in my best interest? Is it in Alfred's best interest? Is it in my mom's best interest? Whomever. And you're going to get an answer from spirit. It's going to come in within a second, as fast as you can snap your fingers. And that's what Candy's talking about. So Candy, let's ask him, Alfred, how's Candy, Candy going to know that it's time for you to go? Um, and to help you if you need the help. He's saying when he can't control his bowels anymore. And I hear that a lot, Candy, from right. our pets. Yeah. And right. so far right now, he's st- still able to control his bowels. Yes. Is he in pain yeah. at all? He's saying yes. He is. Yes. Is it constant? Yes. Is it a lot? Mm-hmm. He says at times it is. He said it's it's usually... A dull pain to medium pain. He says sometimes it really ramps up. Right. Can I do anything for him? He said, get him a bone. Get him a bone. What kind of bone? Like <laughs> a, a milk bone? bone? Like a like a dog treat or a bone bone or what? He's saying a bone bone, yeah. like a regular bone. <laughs> I'm putting him on a vegan diet at the moment and hoping to control the tumors. <laughs> so yeah. He's his meat. Yes. At this point, I he's will. just saying, get him a bone. You know, I mean, you get to the end and it's like, just give him what they want because, I mean, really, yes. yeah. So he, yes. he's like a bone, like a. He's telling me a soup bone, one of those big soup bones. You know, I mean, I picture a bone like you see in cartoons and stuff, but he's talking about like one of those big (laughs) soup bones with meat and fat and stuff on it. (laughs) Okay. So (laughs) thank you so much, Julie. You're welcome. Oh, good luck with him. I know that's so hard to, to have to make those decisions. So, um, you know, hang in there and just keep asking those questions because spirit will give you the, just give you the answer that, um, okay. you know, that you're, that you're going to, you're going to not necessarily want to hear, but it'll be good for you to hear. Okay. Okay. Thank you so Alrighty. much. All righty. You bet. Take Praise care. Praise all. Bye. Okay. Bye bye. Okay. Let's go to Carrie next. Hi, Carrie. Let me unmute you here. Hi, Carrie. 
you got to unmute yourself now <laughs> so we can talk to you. <laughs> can you Carrie. hear me right now? Yes, I can. Hi there. Oh, good. Good. Hi there. Hi. How are you? How are, I'm well. How are you? I'm good. I'm, I'm here in Las Vegas. Okay. Terrific. You got a question for me? I do. Um, my, um, my partner and I have been taking care of his uncle who's 85. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, uh, about two weeks ago, he had a, um, a heart attack in front of my partner who then, um, did CPR on him. Um, mm-hmm. unfortunately, um, they're saying that he was clinically dead for about four minutes. Uh, they put him into a coma. And um, he's been in a coma. He has woken up from the coma. He is breathing on his own. However, um, it appears that um, he's had some brain damage. Um, he doesn't have the ability to eat or even swallow. Um, he's lost his ability to um, use his hands and to walk. And so we're at a point where we're needing to make some decisions. And um, he does have a will, and we do... Um, have him at a point where we, we won't resuscitate, but it's a really hard decision to, to know what's next. And because we can't see him because of COVID, um, and we can't really talk to him, we're just wanting to, to better understand what his wishes are. Is, now, isn't that just bizarre? My husband just had surgery. They not only let me yeah. in the hospital, I spent the night with him. In the hospital, yeah. in the room, without That's a mask amazing. on the whole time. It just is, it That's doesn't amazing. make any sense. I know, it doesn't make any sense. No. So I'm sorry, you guys. No. So is he on a, is he on a ventilator right now? He, he's been on a, he's been on a ventilator. Um, they took him off and then they put him back on and then they just took him off again. So he is breathing at least right now on his, on his own, which is good news. Mm-hmm. Um, but, the other thing that's just happened is he's he's starting to become agitated, and so mm-hmm. um, they've had to restrain him. And so, no. um, a- again, it's hard because my partner, who's been his best friend and caregiver for many years, you know, can't try to soothe him and, you know, calm him down and um, because we can't, you know, go and visit him. We do FaceTime with him, but it's mm-hmm. obviously not, not quite the same. Um, but, um, especially to an 85 year old. Oh yeah. Uh, And he's, um, he's somebody who's never been married. He's lived alone for his entire life. You know, once he left his parents' house and, um, you know, again, my partner Russ has been, you know, a a kind of a pseudo son to him. And, Mm -hmm. um, you know, we've been able to really, um, you know, help him, you know, continue to have a great, robust life. But then, of course, this happened. And so now, so now Russ is also questioning his faith and, you know, why, you know, why, why did I give him CPR and bring him back to life only to leave him in this situation where he may n- never have the ability to speak or eat or walk again and um, and so we're at a point where, you know, especially with the feeding, we'll we'll probably have to make a decision about do we continue to feed him, do we not? And, and his wishes, um, which are in his will, are that he does not want to live that way. So, again, we're at a point where we're just trying to make, you know, the best possible decisions. But 
it would be super helpful for us to know from Ken what he wants from us. Mm-hmm. Okay. First of all, he's in phase seven of 12 of the 12 phases of transition, which means he's dying, okay. but you already know that. So okay. if you go on askjulieryan.com, Carrie, there yep. are illustrations. Yep. If you if you click on the 12 phases of transition, we're going to need to go to break. So I'm going to hold you over and then we'll pick you up on okay. the other side. Stay with us, everybody. Okay. You're listening to the Ask Julie Thank Ryan you. Show. Welcome back. We were talking to Carrie from Las Vegas about her partner's uncle. Uncle, What was his name, Carrie? His name is Ken or Kenneth. Ken. Okay. All right. And he's in phase seven of the 12 phases of transition. So your decisions are sounding like whether is hospice involved already or whether to call in hospice, whether to move him to a a rehab facility or a nursing home, or can you keep him there in the hospital in a palliative care unit? What it, What are you thinking along these yeah, lines? They're, they're going to keep him for about another week. Um, okay. But then, yes, um, a part of the decision is um, whether or not to um, transition him onto a permanent feeding tube because right now it's temporary. Um, mm-hmm. A part of this decision is his decision because he clearly lays out that he does not want to live that way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so, well, that's good. So we have to that's decide. good that you've got yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So let's ask him some questions uh, and and then see what he has to say. But before before that, a couple of things. What's your partner's name? Uh, his name is Russ. Russ. So couple of things I want you to share with Russ. First of all, we all decide where we go, when we go, how we go, and who's with us when we go. That's number one. Number two, everything always unfolds perfectly, even when it feels like it doesn't. And number three, he's not that powerful. <laughs> Say, I have to break yeah. it to you, man, but you're just not that powerful. And he <laughs> he did what was perfect for him to do. And if Ken was ready to go then, he would have gone, yeah. which tells him that he did yeah. it perfectly. So he can't control yeah. any of this. Even if he stopped giving him the enteral feeding through the tube and all water and everything, guess what? He's still not powerful enough unless he, you know, shoots That's him with true. a gun or something, which I don't anticipate he's going to do anytime <laughs> soon. But, right. You know, I think, I think when you add that part of the equation that, you know, I hate to break it deeper, yeah. you're just really not that powerful. Um, it just yeah. brings some some clear thinking and some levity to such a tough situation. And so yeah. that's good. So, all right. So, Ken, do you, you know, let's ask him the questions you guys are struggling with. What, Ken, do you want them to keep you on enteral feeding? No. Do you want, we're talking to a spirit. What are other questions? Do you want to be put into, do you want hospice involved? Yes. What else? What are your other questions? Um, should we, should we try, um, should we continue to try to feed you orally? Because they've tried it a few times without any success. And no, um, no. Also he's, okay. He's restrained I gotta know. right now. 
Yeah, I got to I got to know pain. on the I got to know on the oral feeding carry. I got to know on the enteral feeding. That's the two. Okay. I got to know on both of okay. those. What about what about him being okay. restrained? So he's restrained right now because he's been trying to pull um the the thing out of his nose that's feeding mm-hmm. him and mm-hmm. um is is he feeling pain is he um is he is that a sign for us to to not um make it a permanent feeding tube um because he's already made some decisions um and i think the other thing is just um you know what else can we do to to make him comfortable and make him at ease? Okay, those are about five questions. Let me see if I can remember all of them. Number one is, uh, does he want to continue with the NG tube? No. Does he want oral feeding? No. Does he want a permanent NG? Does he want a permanent tube for enteral? They call that enteral feeding. No. Do you want hospice involved? Yes. Are you in pain? Yes. Uh, what can you do? Bring in hospice because they'll give they'll give him pain meds. They'll give him morphine and some other pain meds to make him more comfortable. Okay, great. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. You so are much. so welcome. We really appreciate it. Oh this. gosh. Yeah. Well, get a copy of my book, Angelic Attendance, I if will. you can, and you can download it. Comes in paperback, digital, and also audio. It's it's a fast okay. read. It's about a I think it's a little less than four hours. The the audio, it's going to help you and Russ get through this because it's going to talk about how he's surrounded by angels and deceased loved ones. It's going to talk about yes. what's going to happen, and I think it's really going to help Russ have some peace and comfort with this, especially since you guys can't be Thank with you. him. He's not going to be Thank alone. So He's going to be surrounded by angels. Okay. All yes. right. Wonderful. Okay. Thank well, you again. You are so welcome. Thanks for calling. Good luck with all of that. Okay. Let's go to Lindley next. Hi, Lindley. Hi. How are you? I'm well. How are you? I'm good. Where are you? Are you located? Um, I am calling from Indianapolis. Okay, terrific. Well, good. You got a question for me? I do. Um, I first wanted to tell you that I found you through my good friends, Manda and Malia, the sisters that stray. And I heard you on their podcast. And ever since then, I've been listening to your podcast about every day before work. And they're so fascinating and enlightening. Oh, I'm so honored, Miss Lindley. Thank you so much for oh, for listening. Of first of all, <laughs> I'm and, uh, to and found you. oh gosh, that just that just makes my whole evening. Thank you so much for those oh. kind comments. Well, oh, you got a question for me? <laughs> I do. Um, I have a question about my cat. Um, yeah, she seems to be fine overall, but I honestly just wanted to know if there was anything that she wanted to tell me. Um, actually, you know, the only thing that I could think of that is upsetting her right now or that she has wrong with her, she scratches a lot underneath her chin. But I wonder if that's just kind of, you know, what cats do when they have an itch, but it's kind of formed a scab under there. But really, besides that, I just wanted to ask her a couple questions. Okay, what's her name? Um, my name or her name? Her name, the cat's name. Oh, I'm sorry. Her name is Meatloaf. <laughs> <laughs> that 
she literally looks like a meatloaf when she sits down. Oh my gosh, that's hilarious! Hilarious. Oh my (laughs) god, especially a girl named Meatloaf. Oh my gosh, that's a riot. Okay, so what do you want to ask Meatloaf? Do you want tomato Um, sauce or ketchup? No. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Could you ask her about her chin and what that is? Yeah. Yeah. She said that she scratched it on something and it got a little infected. So it's itchy because it's healing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So she's going to be fine with it. Do you think it it would be okay if I put um, like an antibiotic on it? Like um, foreign or aquaphor? Yes. Absolutely. And we're going to need to go to break, Lindley. So I'm going to hold you over and I'll pick you up on the other side. Stay with us, everybody. We'll be right back. Have you ever heard of Cozy Earth bedding? It's your ultimate luxury escape. Cozy Earth sheets are temperature regulating and incredibly soft, and they even have a 10-year warranty. They're made from organic bamboo and silk, are hypoallergenic, and even antimicrobial. Cozy Earth sheets are so amazing, they've been on Oprah's favorite things list for five years in a row, and I have them on my bed right now. So, if you're ready to elevate your sleep, Cozy Earth has a special offer just for my listeners. Go to CozyEarth.com and use the code AskJulie for a 35% discount. That's C-O-Z-Y-Earth.com and use code AskJulie for a 35% discount. Upgrade your sleep with Cozy Earth Bedding. I love them and so will you. Welcome back. We were talking with Lindley in Indianapolis before the break about her cat, her girl cat named Meatloaf. So she's a female Meatloaf versus a male looks Meatloaf. looks like a Meatloaf. <laughs> That's just a riot. Okay, so the question was the scratch under her chin, it will heal. You know when you have something that's healing and it itches? That's what's going on. Mm-hmm. So, yes, you okay. can put a little a little Neosporin ointment on it and um, maybe get the kind that has lidocaine in it. So if it hurts, it'll, okay. it'll help buffer that a little bit. And besides um, that little scratch under her, do you see anything else that's going on with her? Or does she seem okay? Yeah, she seems great. Did you have a question for her? I did. Um, so I am really into astrology. And yeah. um, I use tarot cards and a pendulum. And from my pendulum, I found out that she was a cancer. And so I was just curious if you could ask her to see if she was a cancer. <laughs> she said yes. If she knows that. Okay. She said yes. But she said she's on the cusp. What's after cancer? (gasps) Oh, is she on the Leo cusp? Is that after? No. What's the cusp before? Taurus? Gemini. 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 She's on the Gemini cusp. Oh, interesting. Okay. I could see that. (laughs) She says (laughs) that's why sometimes you think she's moody. She is so moody. Okay. So I tell people that she embodies the personality of a lunch lady or like a bus driver. She is so, so sassy. That's hilarious. Oh my gosh. I think, I think you should uh, get a comedy hour somewhere. I don't know. Randall, you listen, Randall, my, my man behind the curtain, he's listening. Randall, I think we should get, we should get her a comedy hour, Lindley, a comedy hour. Well, Lindley, thanks for calling girl. (laughs) 
Yeah, I hope you have a good, good Actually, rest of the if you evening. Have one more second. I have one quick question about her. You know what? I'm going to put you on hold because I got a whole bunch of other callers and I'll come back to you yeah, if I have fine. time. Okay. Thanks, okay, Lindley. Bye bye. All righty. Let's go to Sarah next. Hi, Sarah. Hi, Julie. Hi. Hi, How thanks you, a lot girl? for taking my call, and wow, best of luck to your husband for their recovery from the surgery. Thank you. He's doing great. As a matter of fact, he did so well the first time that the surgeon said to me, can you go home with all my patients? And I said, yeah, no, probably not. But but I'm zapping on them. All my graduates are zapping on them. And uh, it, the, a week post-op, it looked like his scar, his incision was about six months old <laughs> the surgeon was just flabbergasted so we're we're hoping for a rinse wow, and repeat this time yeah yeah please tell everybody where you're located uh i'm calling from berlin germany okay well you got a question for me yes so i wanted to ask if you um could scan me again i'm still dealing with my yeast issue and it just yeah. seems to not be getting better and in the last days my bladder really has felt more than ever as if it's like on fire and mm. in addition since yesterday my kidneys also really hurt so could you see if that's something new or else or is that maybe because I got my period today and just what is going on with the yeast Yes, absolutely. So here we go. Here comes my laser beam from Sweet Home, Alabama, heading over to you in Berlin. Are you guys in a serious lockdown right now? What's going on over there? Uh, yes, we've been in a serious lockdown since November 1st. So first it was mm-hmm. supposed to only be for a month for November, but then they just always extended it because mm-hmm. numbers didn't really go down as much as I planned or, you know, like people met each other over Christmas and New Year's and numbers went up again. So we've been on lockdown, yeah, since November, basically. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You are really inflamed. Your whole body's inflamed. Uh, so inflammation, everybody looks like red fog over body parts. And I calm it down with anti-inflammatory energy, which is a royal blue color. So that's what I'm doing, Sarah, is I'm getting that calm down right now so I can get underneath it and see what's going on in my mind's mm-hmm. eye. All right. It's going to your bladder. Your bladder looks like raw hamburger. Child, what in the heck? What is going on? All right. Let me apply this energetic cream that we've used in the past that looks like thick white face cream. And it has anti-inflammatory properties in it. And it has, rock, I say, rocket booster fuel to heal tender tissues. So I'm slathering that on the inside of your bladder. That's going. There's a, a vortex of energy that's spinning around. Imagine like a spiral of energy that's spinning in your bladder. That'll help that heal. All right, let me go up. Left kidney looks very inflamed. Let me see what's going on there. I think you may have a kidney infection. Uh, I think it makes sense for you to go get tested at the doctor's office. Go, go, but- uh, yeah. But how could Go that see. have happened? Like what kind of like a bacterial kidney infection or what? Yeah, I don't know. But I just think it needs, to, you need to be seen. You don't want to mess around with that. Uh, oh, no. So the, the left kidney, I've got uh, antibiotic energy in there. Yes, it's a bacterial infection. Antibiotic energy looks like 
fuchsia color, Sarah, and uh, more more pink than purple. So I've got mm-hmm. that going in the left kidney. The left kidney's infected. The right kidney looks it it's inflamed, but I think it, you're just in an inflammatory state. Your whole body is. So I think you need to go be seen sooner mm-hmm. than later. Okay, don't mess around with that because if you have a kidney infection, your kidneys start acting up. You 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 can be in trouble fast. Yeah, and can you see somehow how that happened? Because I I mean I'm not doing anything, and then instead of hearing, my body's just doing weird new things. I yeah. don't understand that. I don't either. It's just I think your immune system has just gotten so whacked and. And I know you've been through some tough times. You've called in before and told us that you've recently lost your dad. And, yes. and there's been a lot going on with that. Um, how, how are you doing with that emotionally too? Are you? It was really, really difficult. But yesterday through the medium where I always talk with my guardian angels, we did a mediumship reading with him. So that. Actually, it was quite nice to be able to talk wonderful. for longer. Yeah. Wonderful. I, I think you have a kidney infection, and mm-hmm. I believe that you need to be seen sooner than later. Okay. So see and where you can go. See if you can get in to see your doctor tomorrow on Friday. Can you ask Spirit whether it's, is that going to be fine again, or is it going to be Oh, yeah. You'll heal from bad? it. You'll heal from it. But just don't mess mm-hmm. around with it. Okay. Yeah. And so then the bladder that's just still the yeast. The the I think the bladder infection, I think the bladder's infected too, but I think it's originating in the kidney. I think you okay. just have a big old infection that your body's fighting. And you probably are gonna need to go on antibiotics just to deal with it. Oh, but no. you but isn't that gonna exacerbate the yeast issue again? Well, I think it's it's uh catch 22 but the the infection you got to get cleared up first and okay. uh i just think you need to be seen so mm-hmm. go get some rest because i know it's the middle of the night there and uh and go see your doctor tomorrow okay okay, okay. thanks for thanks for calling you bet hang in there okay. bye-bye bye okay let's go to stacy next hi stacy Hi. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm great. Thanks. Where are you? Where are you located? Denver, Colorado. Okay. Terrific. Are you you guys got a bunch of that white stuff? Um, no, just really cold. Oh. Well, the white stuff hopefully is up in the mountains for all the skiers. Yes, I hope so too. <laughs> well, good. Well, you got a question for me? <laughs> I do. Two weeks I called in and you talked to my dog, Mango, and you said her spirit was above her head. So I wanted to check in on her. Yeah. Yeah. Remind everybody what kind of dog she is. She's a St. Bernard mix and she's 12 years old. Right. Okay. All right. So let me connect to you and from you to Mango. That's another, another really great dog name. Meatloaf and Mango. I mean, that could be a cartoon or a comedy act or something. <laughs> oh, gosh. Oh, all right. Meatloaf the cat and Mango the dog. Okay, so Mango, yeah, her spirit's still out of her body. 
Stacy. Okay. Yeah. Did you have a question for her? Um, is it time to go get the shot? All right. So let's ask her, Mango, do you want Stacy to, to euthanize you at this point? I'm getting a yes on that. Uh, yeah. at, when, when you're questioning that, Stacy, ask, is it in Mango's best interest to be euthanized? And you're going to get an answer within a second. And that's going to be spirit talking to you. So have you asked that question and have you gotten I an answer? Not, I, always, okay. I always second guess myself when I do that. Yeah. How you know that it's spirit talking with you is it comes in within a second. If you're thinking about it for a couple of seconds, that's going to be your brain talking to you. And then ask the question a bunch of different ways. And then that will give you some guidance because spirit's really literal. So you can ask, is it, is it in Mango's best interest to be euthanized? Yes. Is it in Mango's best, best interest to be euthanized today, tomorrow? You know, just drill down on the questions okay. and, and you'll get okay. answer from spirit. So hang in there. Okay. Thank we'll, you. We'll, okay. Thanks for calling. We're going to take a quick break, and when we get back, we will get a bunch more callers on. So hang with us. Welcome back. We are going to go back to the phones here in a minute, but before we do that, just wanted to remind you, we do this show every Thursday night at 8 Eastern, 7 Central, and 5 Pacific. The call-in number is 712-775-7035, and the access code is 483-620-POUND. Now, this information is available on my website, AskJulieRyan.com, and in the show notes. You can download the show anywhere you get your podcasts, and we're also on YouTube and Alexa. Please remember to subscribe, share with your family and friends, and leave a review. I would love it if you'd leave a review, plus it enters you into a drawing for a free session with me. So it's worth the minute it takes to leave a review. If you go to ratethispodcast.com forward slash Julie, that's ratethispodcast.com forward slash Julie. That would be fabulous. I would be so appreciative. Call-in details can also be found on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and Pinterest at and at Ask Julie Ryan. We'll put a note up on all social media the day of the show, and it'll say, uh, call in tonight with your question. I had so many people send me a text today and send me a message on Instagram and on Facebook and saying, are you really going to do a show tonight? Didn't Tim just have surgery? And I said, yeah, but I have I have backups. I have helpers so I can do this show because I love doing it and I love talking with everybody and it's fun for me. Okay. Uh, what else? When you're on AskJulieRyan.com, be sure to sign up for my weekly newsletter. It's a question somebody submitted online along with my answer. And you can also schedule an appointment with me while you're there. Now, I'm booked out a couple of months, so go ahead and get on my schedule. And when you get a confirmation email, it will have a, a reschedule button at the bottom. You can click on that periodically when you think about it, and it will show you if earlier dates have opened up. It happens all the time. People reschedule all the time. So do that. And then you can sign up for angelic attendant training there too. We just finished the January class. I teach it quarterly and I only limit it to, or I limit it to 12, only 12 people. 
So April is fall. We've got some spots for July. So if you're thinking about it, go ahead and sign up for that. So everything you need to know is at AskJulieRyan.com. All right, here's the question this week. And the funny thing about this, you guys, is I wrote this last weekend because I was trying to get ahead of everything because I knew I was going to be at the hospital with Tim. And it's about caregiving. I thought, well, duh. I didn't even think about it at the time, but I'm in the middle of caregiving here to my honey. So here we go. Trish from Windsor, Connecticut asked, Hi, Julie. My elderly mother has been living with my husband and me, and while caring for my mom has been a privilege, it's also been quite tiring for us. Throughout her life, my mom has showed great determination and strength of will, which is probably why she's reached this remarkable old age. Although I've seen changes in my mom and know that she's weakening, I also feel like she's struggling to hang on. Maybe there's something that she needs and she's not expressing it to me. I'm experiencing many emotions. While I love my mother and want to help her to the end, I miss my life with my husband and want to enjoy time with him and more freely visit and spend time alone with our adult children. Also, since I left my career to take care of my mom, I sometimes feel a loss of myself. If I only knew what our future holds, I feel like I could either relax into our current situation and treasure this remaining time with my mom or make some changes that would enable me to care for her and not feel like I'm losing time with the rest of my family. Can you tell me how I can help my mom and what phase of transition, if any, she's in? Thank you, Trish. And here's my response. Hi, Trish. Sounds like you've had your hands full and are experiencing what a lot of people with elderly parents are facing. A May 2020 report conducted by the National Alliance for Caregiving, and the acronym for that is NAC, and the American Association of Retired Persons, and that's AARP, shows 53 million, almost one in every five Americans, are caregivers for an elderly parent or in-law. I thought that was amazing. I hadn't heard that statistic before. So one in five of adults in America are caring for an elderly parent or in-law. And most, if not all of them, experience the emotions you mentioned, including guilt. Douglas Wolf, Ph.D., a professor of aging studies at Syracuse University, claims, quote, if you have a parent who needs help and you're not providing help, then your mental health score goes down. If you have a parent who needs help and you do provide help, your mental health score goes down. It's no worse to be a caregiver than to not be a caregiver, end quote. I thought that was amazing, too. So what can you do and those, what can you, can you and those caring for an elderly loved one do? Here are 10 coping strategies for caregivers from agingcare.com. Respite. Number one, if possible, plan a weekly break. Number two, research caregiver resources. Contact your area agency on aging for information on federal, state, and local programs that may be able to provide financial assistance or other services that can reduce your caregiver stress levels. Number three, set boundaries. It's okay to say no when you don't want to do something. Number four, accept your limitations. Focus on things you can affect and let go of anything you can't change. Number five, get organized. Prioritize, make lists, and establish a daily routine. Divide large tasks into smaller, more manageable ones and learn to delegate. 
Number six, communicate. Stay in touch with family members, friends, and outside resources and ask for help when needed. Seven, seek caregiver support. Join a support group for caregivers like Caregiver Action Network, Family Caregiver Alliance, National Alliance for Caregiving, or Parenting Our Parents. In addition, there are many online options, including ones covering a specific disease like Alzheimer's or Parkinson's. Number eight, stay active. Do what you can to get some exercise. Even a short walk can help you lessen stress and maintain or improve your health. Number nine, attend to your own physical and mental health. Eat as healthy a diet as possible and make sure to add something fun to each day. Read a book, watch a movie, or adopt a new hobby. Take time off work. Family Medical Leave Act is a possibility. As I'm writing this, your mom's in phase four of the 12 phases of transition. And I hope all of this information provides you with some resources and information as well as comfort. So I paraphrased all of that. We'll be right back and we'll get some more callers on the line. So stay with us. And we're back. And our next caller is Angelica. Hi, Angelica. Hi, Julie. Hi. Thank you for your patience. Thank you for taking my call. I'm so excited to talk to you. Well, I'm excited to talk with you as well. Where are you? I am in Capitola, California. I know where that is, is. Oh, good. You do. Yay. I do. And you want to hear something funny about Capitola? One of my best friends is a woman who's almost 90. She's 88, going to should be 89 in May. And her name is, her daughter's name is Capitola. And they call her Cappy for short. And she had a, an aunt that was named Capitola and she named her daughter Capitola and then she has a granddaughter named Capitola. So they're all Cappies. Oh my God, which, that is so which cool. Which is interesting. Yeah, yeah. So do, you probably totally. never thought of it as a as a woman's name, but you know how those Southerners are. They like to they like to use double names like Mary Frances, Mary Beth, Mary Mary Evelyn, <laughs> Mary whatever, and then and then totally. family names. And uh, one of my best friends, her daughter's name's Tony T O N E Y, and it's a family name. And so they like to oh, use wow. family names and and Mary Margaret, and you know. Anna Kate, stuff like that. So anyways, I, I love I digress. all that southern stuff. I'm, I'm from the Midwest. I'm from Kansas City, Missouri. And so every yeah. time you say girl, girl, I'm like, yeah. oh my God, I love that. I miss that. I know. Like, I have so many sisters that we always called each other girl, girl. I know. So. They do down here too. I love the South too. It, there's a there's an elegance about the South yep. that really permeates uh, things and and you don't find that many people with the the really big accent so much that kids are losing it I think because of the the TV <laughs> and the social media and stuff but it's it's fun to hear it is my it is I've my been, husband I won't. my husband has a southern accent and he he will use saying sometimes <laughs> but I'll say okay can you translate that what does that mean remember how Ross Perot used to use sayings. And we'd go, what? What does that mean? So anyways, I could talk to you all day. You got a question for me? I do. Um, I um, have had a lot of um, medical and financial hardships in the last, oh, all my life. (laughs) I'm a social worker. 
<clears throat> okay. And I have, I have three, um, and I can ask legal questions. Is that right? Well, I'm not a lawyer, but, but I've, but I've, I've had a whole bunch of companies and been in a couple of big lawsuits that I've won. So I'll tell you what I get, but it's not legal advice. So absolutely. Yeah. No. And that's why I was inspired to call you because you don't find many spiritual intuitives like yourself who are from the business legal world. Mm -hmm. And so that was a huge turn on. I first heard about you on my, on uh, Kevin Moore show. So you're really awesome. And I can't wait no. to have a session and train with you. But so here's my question. I have three legal battles coming up. Oh, and geez. your legal battle was so inspiring to me. I just want to <laughs> know, <clears throat> will I be successful? I have a disability that I've been waiting four years on to get. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I have um, the EEOC filed two complaints against my former employer for discrimination. Mm-hmm. And then I have a labor department dispute against the same employer. Do you see me winning these? Am I going to break this whole self-sabotaging, right. like why I don't have money and what's the problem? <laughs> you know. When you asked Angelica, will I win my lawsuit? I got a yes, but it sounds like you've got three of them going all simultaneously. So let's break them down. Will Angelica win her EEOC uh, lawsuit? I've actually won it and we're trying to mediate it and they're just not, they're not bargaining. They're not. The EEOC suit is not, is not bargaining. The opposing party isn't moving much. Like we're talking a couple of thousand when this was a huge figure, you know. Well, that's a, but that's a legal strategy, you know, to stall, stall as much as they can because they're hoping that you give up and or you run out of money and go away when you're, when you're a, a, a a one woman band. So there's that. Uh, will you win? I get yes with a lot of negotiation. So stay stay strong on that. I get a yes, and uh, they're hoping that you that they can get you to back down. So that's you that think one. Will it be six months, and will it be a six six figure settlement, or you know how long do you think? And do you think it'll be six a six figure settlement? Right now, I'm getting yes on the six-figure settlement. Future events, Angelica, are fluid. So things that have happened in the past are set in stone. Things that are happening right now are set. Future events are fluid because there are a bazillion variables that come into effect and outcome. Right now, I get a yes. It could be different in a month. But right now, I get a yes. Will it happen within the next six months? No, but I get it will happen in the next year with the EEOC one. The labor department dispute, do you have, will you win that? I'm getting no on that right now. You need to firm up your case is what I'm getting. Okay. Okay, on that. And what's the mm-hmm. third one? What do you call in the third one? Disability. I've been, I have my hearings next month, March 11th for disability. I get a yes. In like Yes, you'll get that. You'll get that. So the labor department one, I'm getting, it's not concise enough. 
you need to be, you need to tighten it up, be more specific. You need to have more, um, more proof, more documentation. It needs to be an airtight case and it's not right now. I don't know if that makes sense, but that's what I'm getting. Does that, does that resonate with you? Totally resonates. This will okay. enable me to talk to you more and to train with you. I cannot wait. Thank you so okay. much. And you are most really welcome. Awesome. And what Angelica is talking about is in January of 1990, and I talked about this on Kevin Moore's show, I sued a $30 billion global company for breach of contract. And well, I spent 10 days in Boston in January. And uh, that was fun because I lived in L.A. at the time and I walked in and there were five attorneys there and I walked in with my attorney and it was a jury trial. And long story short, I won the case and then I competed with them with this product. I figured out what was wrong with their product, designed a patent around it and then beat them at their own game for that one product. But if you talk about golden ovary courage, girl, I'm telling you to do that. But it's it's doable. And I think the guys that I sued thought the audacity of this woman, I wasn't 30 yet. I was a girl and I even had blonde hair. But I thought you guys have seriously <laughs> underestimated this woman here. And uh, and then I won. So it's possible. You can do it. Truly. And, you're truly yeah. inspirational, Julie. <laughs> well, thanks. That was a long time ago, but but it's uh, it. Someday I would like to be on a jury because it was like a chess match. And one other real fun quick story: their lead attorney. I was on the witness stand for two or three days, and he was trying to mislead the jury and corrupt what I had said. And I, so I said, well, yeah, but if you read the next sentence, it says this and this. And so while the jury was deliberating, I had the opportunity to talk to him. And he said, I've never had a witness do that to me before. And I said, guess you've never had a witness memorize her deposition before. And he said, yeah, yeah. And it, it was great. What, what an experience. So yeah, go for it. Wow. That is amazing. For you it. could memorize your depo. You know, I think it, this is so hard for me because I work in the legal field with, for the courts. So it's like mm-hmm. kind of when it's in your own field, I feel like I've been freaking out more and more about it. So I will go yeah, for it. But that's just that's just a limiting belief based in an irrational fear that's false. So okay. and, and right. the other thing to really pay attention to, Angelica, is if something feels good or neutral, mm-hmm. you're in alignment with your spirit, you're you're getting correct guidance, you're in alignment. If you feel badly about anything, you're out of alignment. Go back, regroup, ask again, change the, you know, understand that it's probably fear coming from something that you're making up. Because 99% of things that we fear, we make up. They're not real. We think they're real. I love and they feel that. Terrible, I love that. But yeah. So, yeah. So it's our, it's, it's an internal GPS system we all come in with. If you feel good or neutral, you're in alignment. You're on your path. If you're, if you feel bad, Unless you're in the road and a truck's going to run you over. I mean, get out of the road. That's a <laughs> rational fear. But but everything else in it is an irrational fear and, and you don't need to don't need to worry about it. So Thank I hope that helps. Thank you so much. I look, you're I look forward welcome. to uh, seeing you in the future. Okay. Thanks for calling. Good luck. Take care. Bye. Bye-bye. All right. Let's go to Joan next. Hi, Joan. Hello. Hi. 
Hi, Julie. How are you? I'm well. I'm um. Uh, I've been better. Oh. <laughs> oh. Where I, are you? I'm calling from Pennsylvania. Okay. You got a quick question for me? Yeah, I have um, numbness in my hands and my feet now. It started out oh. with a problem. It seemed like it was sciatica, but now yeah. it's, uh, my hands real cold on the tip, and it's also in my uh, feet. Now my feet get cold. Oh, jeez. All right. Well, we're going to take a quick break. I'm going to scan you over the break, and when we come back, I'll let you know what I find out. Stay with us, everybody. Okay. We'll be right back. Welcome back. Before we took a quick break, we were talking to Joan in Pennsylvania. And Joan, I told you I'd work on you over the break. And that's what I did. And what I saw in my mind's eye when I was doing a healing on you was your spine looks pretty curvy, girl. Your scoliosis, have you? has anybody told you that? off of an x-ray, yeah. your spine curves. Mm -hmm. So what I did was I was led, and you know, it's not me, it's spirit working through me and with me. And so I do this healing a lot on scoliosis. And imagine there are two rods that are put on either side of your spine, and then your spine's heated up with a laser to make it pliable, similar to a potter with clay. It needs to be moldable so that they can create a figure or a bowl or a vase or whatever. And the what happened was those two rods then went towards the middle very slowly. And when they get lined up correctly, it's like they go into this groove. And it reminds me of a sliding glass door groove that you'd see the, the door or the screen that goes on. And then the spine is reheated, almost like firing something out of pottery to make it solid. As soon as that happened, those rods fell off and your spine lit up and all those neural pathways lit up into your arms, down to your hands and in your feet. In addition, I rotorooted your left sciatica. Seems to be worse mm -hmm. than the right. So I tunneled through it with a thing that looked like a little tiny corkscrew. And then I irrigated it, poured stem cell energy in there to regenerate. But this is a spine thing going on is what it looked like to me. At first, when you were talking about it, I thought it, I was getting something to do with your um, thyroid. But so I went in to look at your thyroid and it was just all spine. And it was the scoliosis in your spine, kind of like the connection with the curves was not working properly. But once we got your spine straightened out, boom, it just came online fast. So hopefully that'll help. Okay. That Thank was a big you, old healing. You bet. Yeah. So I worked on you during the whole break. So there you go. Thank Thanks you. for calling. Okay. Hope you feel and better. your husband. Thank you. I appreciate that. I'll tell him. Okay, let's see who's next. I believe Bonnie is next. Hi, Bonnie. Oh, yes. Okay. One second. Um, oh, dear. Oh, am I losing you? I think she just muted herself. Okay. Well, okay. Bonnie, okay. are you back? I'm sure. There, now you're back. Yes. Okay. Great. Where are you? Where are you located? I'm I'm um, in a suburb of Chicago, a north north a north suburb on the north okay. shore. <laughs> yeah, terrific. Yeah. You got a quick question for me? 
Um, I well, I have some health issues. I I am seventy three years young, and mm-hmm. um, I've had a I have a hernia on the right side and lower right, and I was in the emergency room a, a few weeks back. And they Uh-oh. wanted they they recommend surgery, but I'm not running for surgery. I've had enough surgery in my day, and I'm doing just fine right now. But I thought maybe you could do a quick scan or something. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I was, I was. Yeah, should I? I can say, see it. I do. I can see it. I just yeah. push it back in, and I'm watching it get stitched to put it back in place. So, uh, is, is it in Bonnie's best interest to have surgery to correct her hernia on the lower right side? I get a yes. And it's, I, yeah, I know, I know, but I'm I'm getting it. Okay. All right. I'm getting it's in your best interest to do it right now, but you follow your gut, whatever your, whatever your intuition tells you, that's the right thing. So hopefully this healing mm-hmm. will hap- happen and, and, or, or it did it just happened? Hopefully it will help, mm-hmm. I guess is what I'm trying to say. But oftentimes the healing happens on the energetic level and then it will integrate into the body and Often it needs some kind of complementary care, like surgery or medicine or physical therapy or something along those lines. Mm-hmm. So yeah. that's what I'm getting. Well, so hopefully that will help. Yeah. Well, okay. thank you. I did. You're I welcome. Connected with a chiro- oh, thank you. <clears throat> You're welcome. Take care. I hope you feel yeah. better. Okay. Let's go to Alex. Hi, Alex. Hey, thank you so much for sharing your gift with everyone. Oh, you are and, so welcome. Um, uh, I have a new little companion. Her name mm-hmm. is, and I'm calling from West Valley, Utah. That's just right, that's part of Salt Lake. But okay. A little four-footed friend called Lady Amber, her name is. And she's, even though she's only been with me for two months, it's like she's sort of missing something. And I'm trying to ask her. She says, you figure it out. What is, What is she? Uh, she's a, a little, it's a cat. Um, okay. Maddox, no tail. With a little spot okay. on the back of her, <laughs> her little amber colored body. Fun. All right. When you said a, four, a four-legged friend, that could be a lot of different things. So that's why I thought I'd better uh, double check. Okay. okay. So Lady Amber, are you Miss, is she a baby? She will be three in about uh, three months. Okay. Okay. All right. And you've just had her. For her background. A couple of months. Okay. Uh, Michelle. She's saying, I think she had a buddy that she is is missing. It it wasn't a litter mate, but it was a, it was a companion that she had that she's missing. So you may want to get her a companion, like a playmate. Male or female? Older or younger? Older, female. All right. I yeah. appreciate she's, your help. She's, lo- she's lonely for feline uh, feline friends is what's going on. So she, I think she loves living with you, but she just 
she's just looking for a little little kitty cat friend that with whom she can play. You have no, so. much, no idea how much treat she's been fed. No wonder oh. she likes me. Yeah. Okay. Thank well, you. enjoy her. You bet. Thanks, everybody, for listening this week. Sending you lots of love from Sweet Home, Alabama. And I'll see you next week. Call in with your questions. And I hope you have a wonderful Valentine's Day. Galentine's Day. Ask Julie Ryan, all my social media. Join me, Valentine's Day, for Galentine's Day. Thanks, everybody. Be sure to follow Julie on Instagram and YouTube at Ask Julie Ryan. And like her on Facebook at Ask Julie Ryan. To schedule an appointment or submit a question, please visit AskJulieRyan.com. This show is for informational purposes only. It is not intended to be medical, psychological, financial, or legal advice. Please contact a licensed professional. The Ask Julie Ryan Show, Julie Ryan and all parties involved in producing, recording, and distributing it assume no responsibility for listeners' actions based on any information heard on this or any Ask Julie Ryan shows or podcasts.